0: Hi, you're listening to the raise the vibe with Liz podcast. I'm your host, Liz Peterson. I interview today's inspirational speakers and healers. Thank you for listening to the show. Hello and welcome to this episode of Raise the Vibe with Liz. I'm your host, Liz Peterson, and today I have the lovely Marilyn Harper joining me today. So for those of you who don't know, Marilyn Harper has been bringing through messages of higher guidance for more than 22 years as the divine link for Adironda and the Council of Light By the power of spirit, she receives and conveys love, activations, healing, and wisdom from higher dimensions, including ascended masters, archangels, and galactics. After a walk-in in 1993 and her spiritual awakening in 1996, she became a Reiki master. Soon after, Marilyn realized that she was able to see, or sense, into the human body and bring messages in from other dimensions. She would leave her body at night and travel interdimensionally to another realm doing healing work. One of those realms was the 17th dimension where Adironda first encountered her. Marilyn volunteered by raising her hand, stating, I will go anywhere, say anything, do anything as long as you can prove to me that you are God or source moving through me. That was all I took for the source of all that is to connect Maryland with Adironda in 1999 and soon after the Council of Light. Together, they are loving and funny and gently assist in healing the heart, the past, and in activating whatever it is in the highest good to be activated for the betterment of humanity. Adirondah says... They were sent from source to help people awaken faster and prepare them for the Earth's shift into higher dimensions. Marilyn Harper co-authored Double Digitology, Decoding the Messages of the Universe Through the Power of Numerology with her business partner, Joy Robbie. Marilyn, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I am so thrilled to be here with you today, Liz. Thank I love you. your show. It's, it, you just cover so many interesting topics.
0: Thank you so much, Marilyn. I appreciate that. And I too love having you here. Love that you're joining the group here on Raise the Vibe with Liz. You've definitely been raising the vibe over the years (laughs) since the 90s. So let's jump right into that. So your walk-in experience, for those who are unaware of what a walk-in is, would you mind describing that a little bit and what your experience was?
1: Absolutely. And it's also changed over the years. So initially when I walked in in 1993, It was a complete soul exchange. A walk in is a person where the original soul that was born into this body departs, and instead of the soul die, the body dying, a new soul comes in to take their place. And quite honestly, Liz, I would not have believed that it was even possible had it not occurred, happened for me. Um, I had, um, uh, I, I mean, I went into the hospital with complications following a surgery and came out of the hospital really a different person. And it, I, I didn't realize what had happened for about three years. And so it was pretty, pretty challenging moving through life at that time. Um, now, it's interesting. In the, in the beginning, uh, this was the walk-in is a, a phrase coined by Ruth Montgomery. Uh, she wrote a book the book strangers among us um in the i guess in the 80s maybe the 90s but um she uh in the in the past 10 years um the walk-ins that are coming in are integrating much more quickly and so it's really the the their higher self is becoming a composite with their regular self and the thing that that you can tell if you're a walk-in is you have A sudden change of awareness, and really suddenly have a burning desire to make a difference in the world. Um, You may have a change in your 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 tastes or your skills or your you know the things that you prefer to do. Uh, That's not quite as drastic as it was in the nineties. It used to take about eight years to fully integrate, and now yeah, I mean it was. It was a little challenging at times, and and definitely challenging for some of the walk-ins that came in then, and now it's it's a much smoother process. Both myself and my business partner Joy Roby are, uh, both of us are walk-ins. She walked in in the next generation in 2009, and I in 1993. So, it it's quite a um, an opportunity, and as a walk-in, um, you have. Um, I used to believe that it was a different soul that came in but now I know that it is the same soul several generations more advanced so you come in with with many of the same characteristics uh, many times and you have but your skills are much more advanced and that's I believe that the healing ability that I came in with was definitely attributed to the walk-in.
0: Interesting, Marilyn. Do you think that the speed at which that they're coming in now is due to the increase in um, energy and frequency that we've been experiencing over the last several years?
1: Absolutely. We are in a new age. We're in a new time. After 2012, really everything changed and, and the energy that is coming in is so rapid. I mean, you can think about something and it becomes manifested. It it, you can feel something and it becomes manifested. It's it's one of those things that (laughs) be very aware of what you think and feel because it's being created almost before you you feel it. Uh, And it is it is that's I think that's why so many different healing modalities are coming through right now. And and you know they make chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry for a reason. Mm -hmm. Some things. Uh, you know are more familiar than other things are and when I first started connecting and doing Reiki sessions with people um, it was a pretty simple thing I mean I didn't really know what I was doing other than just Reiki and then after I was attuned to Reiki level 2 I actually realized that I had the ability to see or sense I mean, it wasn't like always seeing with my eyes wide open, but I could see inside or sense inside of the human form, which surprised me the first time it happened. And, but I've built a whole healing modality, a certification program based upon that, that premise. Holographic healing. You know, when I um, first heard of Messages from the Water, Dr. Amoto's work, um that was all about the same time that I was attuned to Reiki Master. Now, when I first started, I was at Reiki Level 2. And that, I mean, I'll never, I'll always remember my very first session um, that when I realized that I could sense into someone's body, this person, the client, and she's given me permission to share this story. She had really had an eating disorder and she couldn't, she couldn't really eat in front of anyone so we were good friends and we would go out to eat and I I noticed that she really never ate she just kind of pushed her food around on her plate so it looked like she ate and I asked her about that and she said that every time she eats she gets a really bad stomachache, and she does it you know whether she eats by herself or whether she eats with people so she's just very cautious and needless to say she's extremely thin and uh, so I I had been doing Reiki sessions with her and so then I asked if I could work on her digestive system and not knowing (laughs) what was going to happen I just figured that the Reiki energy would go wherever it needed to go and I went into her digestive system and I very clearly in my mind's eye saw knots like rope tied in knots in her stomach Well, my logic, I know, I know my logical brain says, well, that's not possible. (laughs) And, and, uh, because a person can't have knots in their stomach. And then I thought for, for the time being, I thought, well, if this is a part of her stomach, I don't know the anatomy of the stomach. So if this is something that I can't help, uh, make it so she cannot see it. And if she can see it, then I can help her move it. And so you know, we just kind of both went into her stomach and digestive system. And I asked her, what is your first impression of what you sense inside? And she says, it looks like ropes. And I thought, yay. <laughs> so so we both worked energetically on untying those ropes and smoothing them out and removing them. And as far as I know, to this day, she doesn't have an eating disorder. Oh, that's so,
0: fantastic.
1: It is. And so that kind of set me on the, the, the premise of, well, if that's possible, what else is possible? And then I ran into Dr. Amoto's work, Messages from the Water. Mm-hmm. I thought, well, shoot fire. If he could change the molecular structure of water, then the water is, the human body is made up of a lot of water. So I decided to start working methodically on, on energy work and healing. And now I have documented it and it, And it's holographic healing. And what the premise is, is is we actually put the human form almost like a hologram in front of us or in our perception. And we start rearranging things. And, of course, as you well know, that the emotional body is every bit as important as the physical body. And the two are dependent upon each other. So we go into, you know... It's my premise that everything that happens to you really happens every seven years. And uh, it's an emotional reaction every seven years. It may not be the same situation, but it still happens whether it's in this lifetime or any other lifetime. And, you know, I worked on a lot of people that were um, a more religious background, so they didn't accept the premise of. Of past lives mm-hmm. which to me I thought that was crazy because it's just a fact of life but <laughs> you have to deal with where your client is and so um, uh, so we went back into their childhood and went back in as far back as they could consciously remember and and worked through the Akash with their emotional recognition of the programs or the original cause, Of whatever their ailment was at that moment and it was fascinating I mean for the person with the ropes in her stomach we went back into the fact that her she they were always had to sit at the dinner table each night but her father was an alcoholic and so you never knew when it was going to be safe and when it wasn't and so that's what caused all of the digestive problems that she'd had really all of her life. And so that was pretty amazing.
0: Wow, that is amazing. I can feel that in my stomach. I'm just going to try to let that go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take that on. Just you know, ask
0: my stomach. <laughs> you know,
1: as a healing practitioner, that so many really good practitioners are very empathic. Mm-hmm. And so I teach in holographic healing how to protect yourself from that. Uh, because there's really no reason for you to feel the pain or the the problem of someone else right that you, it first of all it's not healthy and uh, it and I didn't even realize that was possible uh, I mean in the beginning I didn't really have a lot of formal training in healing and I you know went and bought all the books on how to heal people after I was attuned to Reiki because I thought I'm going to be a healer when I grow up. (laughs) (laughs) And I I, I found out the next morning I couldn't read them. I mean they all looked like like Arabic. It it was wild. I couldn't read anything for for a week and couldn't I still can't read you know how to heal or how-to books on on the human form. And I was told in my guided writing that I was bringing in a new form of healing and that I was not to learn it from someone else um <laughs> which was a little frustrating for me um I so I I kind of learned as I went along and then documented everything and it it was quite it, I've had some really amazing results um with people on their our healing. I, I have a, a client that um, she was had macular degeneration
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and was pretty much blind. She could lay on her bed and not be able to see the ceiling fan, um, and now she's driving. And um, so you know everything. The body responds to healing holographically I think the body truly wants to be in alignment and and so that's kind of the way I work is is um, realigning a body a person and you know a lot of it has to do with their own language Liz mm-hmm. I'm sure you're aware and have had people on that that um you don't claim the diagnosis as your own is you know people will say Oh, I have cancer, or I had cancer, or I have back pain, or I have, you know, scoliosis, or or I, I need, I have an, a knee replacement, or whatever. Instead, you always speak of it at almost in the third person. My doctor diagnosed me with a, a, a degenerative disc disease, but mm-hmm. uh, and and like it, it's not. You don't claim it mm-hmm. as yours. Um, but uh, we have really good luck with bones and discs and spines and nerves and, um, you know, a lot of different aspects. In fact, in the certification, I actually have, I list people that I've certified. I mean, it took five years to develop the program, but uh, I now have about six or eight certified practitioners, and we're teaching it all the time. And, and they're listed on my website.
0: That's great. That's awesome. And how wonderful to bring in this new healing modality.
1: Yes. You know, to the is, planet, it is wonderful, and it's really simple to learn, and it really works really well with other modalities. You know, a lot of people are, uh, you know, doing a lot of different kinds of modalities, and it all breaks down to healing with intention, mm-hmm. and uh, and that. I mean that's the key to most any of the healing practitioners um, that we have uh, here now and as you know it's easier now than it ever has been Uh, I mean I I honestly I don't think that there's anything special about me uh, in the development I mean I did find out that my great great uncle uh, that in the old West days, he, they would call him instead of a doctor because there was no doctor there. And he had the ability to stop bleeding with his hands wow. and actually mend broken bones with his hands. Wow. Um, I know, I know. And I think that's why, um, uh, I think that was the energy that Adirondack, um, Adironda is the big for the council that I channel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think that that healing energy uh, drew Adironda to me. Um, and so that was kind of an interesting occurrence. I, In the beginning, I mean, this was in the 90s as I was awakening, I started doing guided writing or some people call it automatic writing. Um, and I teach that in the class how to channel, uh, even if you think you can't. <laughs> um and uh you know it it was kind of like a how-to manual and that's how I found out that why I couldn't read uh, and why I couldn't do someone else's methods and yeah and and it was it was through that energy that the healing energy I guess you know in the 90s I didn't know anything I didn't I was deacon in the Christian church I was selling advertising for a country western radio station in Missouri yeah. I I mean I was as normal as you would ever want to be and all of a sudden everything changed and um and I uh, I guess after I woke up and when I volunteered, as you said in my introduction, I held up my hand and said, I'll go anywhere, I'll do anything, I'll say anything, as long as you can prove to me that your source moving through me, or God moving through me. Um, I, I actually left my body at night and would go into another dimensional realm, um, I guess the 17th dimension, which is where the energy of Adironda connected with me. They uh, said that I had, uh, and all that I know about that encounter, people have asked Adironda. Mm-hmm. They said that I had blue light coming through my hands. And so um, uh, they knew that I could indeed hold their energy. And it, it was it was pretty
0: interesting when yeah, I that first is started. Interesting. What yeah. was that for other people who have had spiritual awakenings? Can you describe a little bit what your experience was and what you would describe as your spiritual awakening?
1: <laughs> well, after I walked in, I I, I didn't have the same skill set. I didn't like the same things. I didn't I had trouble wearing the same clothes that my walkout wore. Um And so, I mean, it, it was, everything was so different. I honestly thought that I had had a stroke or lost my mind or something had happened um, when I went back into the hospital after with uh, complications of the surgery. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, but when I, the first time I heard about a walk-in I, I realized that had to have been what happened to me. And um, then I started developing it. And then I started, I actually started with an energy session. I had a friend that was, you know, three steps ahead of me. He was also a walk-in. We were actually graduate students together and we really didn't care for each other much as graduate students, (laughs) but after we both walked in, we were like best friends <laughs> so that was pretty wild um, and he was doing he got his masters in theater and then went and did energy work <laughs> which the two don't necessarily relate and so I had an energy session with him once a week um, for over a year and I think that in my feeling was that that the walkout the walk-in always has to complete the contracts for the walk, the walk-in has to complete the contracts for the walk-out Mm -hmm. and complete whatever task they were supposed to do. And so I felt like, I felt like I had all these new talents and skills, but I didn't know what they were and I didn't know how to get to them until I, um, I felt like, you know, you can only put so much water in a container and then it's going to overflow. So I needed to empty out some of the energy, some of the habits, some of the programs in the container so I could get the new, you know, habits or new skills in. And so that's what I did. Um, after about four months, I went to a walk-in conference. Um, and there is a, a, still a walk-in organization that is, that is going now, um, the Wish Alliance. Uh, and it is, she might be a good, um, guest on your show. She has written the most recent book on walk-ins, Sheila Mm -hmm. Seppi. And, um, it, it, it was, it was really quite eye opening for me to realize that there were actually a lot of people that this had happened to. And, um, I started developing the healing skills and, um, I called it oversoul to oversoul communication. It was actually channeling, but I didn't believe in channeling at the time. <laughs> and so it was oversoul to oversoul communication.
0: I like that name.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh it, it was it was, you know, it's a way of connecting to another person's energy and uh when you do that, it it is um you have that information that's available to you because I couldn't read and I couldn't read anything for a matter of months. Um uh, I, and selling advertising, I had to write commercials and, wow. and record commercials. And it was pretty wild. I could read while I was recording the commercial, but I wouldn't remember anything about what was said. Um, uh, it, it was pretty interesting. And, um, but I, uh, because I couldn't read, I got all the information through my guided writing. And it was really like a how-to manual. You know, I I asked for confirmation that I was on my path and I got it. Uh, I got a, um, a sign that I was doing the right thing and going in the right direction. Uh, and it's... It's kind of wild. I remember in the 90s, I I met another healing practitioner that was here in the United States from Scotland, and uh, I had never really gone to someone else's healing class besides our Reiki sharing class, and when I went in, he was doing some of the same movements that I do with his hands and and he said and when I came in he said you 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 can do this come over here and sit down here and help me And I was like okay and come to find out after the session was over um, uh, we both of us about the same time uh, stopped having the ability to read stopped having the ability to study and were utilizing the energy holographically in order to go into the human form and and rebuild your your spinal discs rebuild your vertebrae rebuild your bones and and so and he was the only person that I'd ever met in the 90s that that seemed to have the same skill set that I did and it was interesting that our paths had run parallel to each other, him in Scotland and me in the United States. Uh, that was pretty wild. I'd forgotten about that.
0: Yeah. That's fantastic. I don't think there's any mistakes in the no. universe. You know, we bump into people <laughs> for a reason, a season or a lifetime, right? For this, that, or the other to help us along our way. For sure.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then when Adironda came on the scene in 1999, um, they always have said that I was the healing practitioner. They've never called me the healer, Um, that the person that is um, experiencing the healing, they are actually the healer and I am the healing practitioner. Uh, And they've always called me the healing practitioner and they simply magnify that energy. Um, That's why when I teach holographic healing, you know, a lot of people say, "Well, I can't really channel." You know, I'm like, "Well, everybody is a channel," <laughs> um, and and they say, "Well, Adironda makes it better for you," and I'm like, "Not really. Uh, I'm the one that really does the work." Adironda always has said that that they just magnify that energy, and and it's it's pretty interesting when you stop and think about everything that has changed in the past decade since 2012 you think you know all of the healing modalities that are coming out and all of the energy and and people are are bringing forth um, so much information it's really wonderful so I really thank you Liz for for bringing in all of the different practitioners to you know because chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry, what will resonate (laughs) with one person will not resonate with another person. Exactly.
0: I was just thinking that.
1: Yeah. And so it's really a matter of, because I mean, I'm, I'm pretty bottom line. I, I don't have all the medical, I've learned a lot of the medical, the human body. And, and because when I've got a client that, that has an ailment of some sort, then I research it. But I always, uh, I work with a lot of doctors. And so I always recommend, I, I never want to, as a healing practitioner, you never want to tell people do not go see a doctor, a regular medical doctor. You never want to tell people not to go to a chiropractor or an acupuncturist. It's, and I, I don't really diagnose. I, I really like it when when they go to a doctor get a diagnosis, get an x-ray, so we know exactly what we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's pretty wild. I figure in some past life I had to have been a physician in some way because I, I know how to read an x-ray. Uh, I know how to, how to read the report, the radiology report, which is weird because that's not in my education background at all.
0: Amazing well. what you can bring through from a past life.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I also
0: think it's amazing how you describe you're the healing practitioner and the client is the healer. So it leaves the autonomy and empowerment to the client. I love that for their own personal healing.
1: You know, we are, you know, people say, well, Marilyn, you healed me. (laughs) No, I didn't. I simply directed the energy for you to heal yourself, and when I when and this is what I teach in holographic healing, is I teach people to get the client involved unless they're in a coma or unless they're so sick that they can't consciously be involved, and then you go oversoul to oversoul with them. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it it's like. The client and I, we both go inside of their bodies. And I figure if there's something that is a karmic, if there's something that that, that they have to deal with before the energy is, is removed or aligned, then they have to be able to see what's going on or sense. A lot of people don't see, and I use the term see, even though I'm seeing it in my mind's eye most of the time. I have seen things on the outside, but, um, uh, you know, it's, it's like the healing is really their journey. It's really their connection. Um, I think that so many <sighs> practitioners that I have encountered, they have a tendency sometimes to take responsibility for the healing energy themselves.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And they're really just a conduit. Yes. They, they really, and I, I feel, I feel pretty strongly about that in that. um, And, you know, I've had people call me that, you know, their aunt or their relative is, is on their deathbed. And I, they say, please heal them. Please bring them back. And if it's possible, and if it's in their highest good, I assist with that. But I always make it very clear that divine order is in process. And and, I, and, and if that is their divine order, then I'm not going to change that. Uh, I, I will make them as comfortable as possible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but, but I'm not yeah, going yes, to go sure. contrary to divine order. You can
0: feel that too. I know when I um, was running Reiki um, on my mother when she was in the hospital in February, you know, you just get that sense, you know, to step aside and, you know, let divine order happen. And there's, you know, a sense that kind of comes over you that, you know, the Reiki sometimes helps a person pass over instead of heal them. Right. Because you do need energy to pass.
1: You know, a lot of times what I've found is somebody that, that is in a lot of pain or someone that's, that's having a lot of trouble um, and they don't leave or they don't pass over, you know, it's because that they're afraid of what will happen when they pass over Mm -hmm. or they're waiting for someone here on this side of the veil to, so they can connect with them. And so I usually, when, it seems like they're just waiting. Uh, I usually ask the family to, you know, say anything that they need to say, to communicate with them, even if they're comatose or they're not conscious, they're, their mind is still listening. And, um, and I, I also let them know that, and I've, I've connected with many people uh, at the time of death or shortly thereafter, and it's always the same. Um, they're greeted by their family and their friends, uh, their loved ones. Even if they led a horrible life uh, and were, were really violent or whatever, they're still greeted with love. And there's no such thing as hell. Uh, the... <laughs> The Christians made that up. <laughs>
0: yes, our no. human constructs. Right? Yes,
1: yes, <laughs> and and they have retraining. Um, you know, I know many people call it something different because terminology is always is always a little different with each each person. Uh, we call it retraining, and they go to retraining to to learn at what was what happened or what it happens differently and and in that energy in the afterlife but sometimes it just takes it when a person is is waiting and is fearful about crossing over um, if you can make them feel and understand that it is very beautiful very comfortable and their loved ones are all there waiting even their pets are there waiting for them and uh, that it's a, a wonderful experience and it's easier. You know, we've, I've experienced some people and I know I'm not an official medium, although I can connect with people that have crossed over. Um, uh, people that are still on this side of the veil, but are not alive, a discarnate soul. Uh, sometimes they don't know that they're dead mm-hmm. and sometimes they, 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 they want to stay with their loved ones here and they can actually communicate with their loved ones that are still here on this plane much more easily once they cross through the veil. And I don't, you know, I think that they, they may not know that at when someone dies suddenly.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Does that make, am I making any it sense? Does. No, we kind of got off topic sense. there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know that was a a sweet little introduction to, you know, crossing over and what the experience is and what your experience has been working with different clients. And Mm -hmm. yeah, that's beautiful.
1: Yeah. Give us a little
0: glimpse into the other side.
1: It is. And it's interesting because it's always the same. I mean, I've not seen the big tunnel of light or anything like that, but, but it's always the same that they're so surprised when uh, maybe their dad that that was um or mom or family member or relative or stranger was abusive to them or did terrible things to them once they get on the other side they realize that 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 person through retraining has has come awake in into what Happened, or what they did or did not do, and there's remorse for that. You know, I've had um, connected with people's parents that that maybe they had an abusive childhood, and uh, and and the the parents actually they weep and are are asking for forgiveness, and and you know that when something. Horrible, we chose that something horrible happens. We chose that when we came in Mm -hmm. because we, as evolved beings, we get the opportunity to learn and evolve through every possible experience, which is why we don't have time in just one life,
0: (laughs) (laughs) right? There's so much to learn.
1: Yes, there is. There (laughs) absolutely is.
0: How does working with Adironda differ? then say working energetically with spirit can you sense a differentiation between you know um channeling that spirit as opposed to communicating with our past loved ones i'm curious um yes
1: um uh, when i uh, adironda is a force all to themselves um they are neither male nor female, and they are both male and female. That's the way they describe it. Um, they don't have physical form. Um, they are uh, uh, kind of a mist, if you were to look at them and have a little different lights coming through the mist, and um, like a fog. Um, they are the being for a council of beings that, that were in human form um so i feel their energy like jesus or yeshua buddha uh mary uh mother mary Kuan yin uh isis um you know those that have, have identified themselves on the council i can feel the difference in their energy uh energy is is very direct it's it it you know the, i don't think it i don't hear it i don't sense it it just comes directly through and it's a big energy Uh, they they when they came in they said our purpose here is to help people feel what all people feel what it feels like to be held in pure complete unconditional love because if everyone knew what that felt like then there would be no war there would be no disagreement uh, there would be we would honor our differences and it's interesting in the past few years They've actually changed it from unconditional love, which starts with the negative un, the prefix mm-hmm. un, to infinite love.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's pretty wild it, 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 how they have changed and grown over the years. They had never spoken through a human form before me. And, awesome. uh, and the way that it's different when I connect with uh, someone that's crossed over, I don't channel them. I don't that I I it, first of all it's getting to them it's like I use the name and the birth date and the death date and it's like like searching in the ethers for their frequency and I usually get some sort of detail in the energy to mm-hmm. confirm that it's them and and then I hear them or I see them um but I don't channel them they don't um, I'm not, I don't, I'm not a professional medium. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so for those who may not be familiar with channeling, can you go in a little bit? What is channeling? How is that for you? And what are some of the things that Adirondah has brought in through you? <laughs>
1: um, well, channeling is the, um, Adironda actually calls it the divine link that you are connecting through a, an etheric link to a consciousness that is not in physical form. And that's the way they define channeling. Uh, our language doesn't necessarily hold, you know, that's too many words. <laughs> to, <for what laughs> right. we so they, I just change it to channeling. And channeling has a whole major connotation to it that that has a lot of different interpretations and um,
0: but, yeah, but even with your energy work you're channeling the healing energy.
1: Absolutely. You
0: are the yeah. yeah.
1: Everybody is a channel. Mm-hmm. Everybody has the capability to connect with I mean, most books that are written are channeled. You know, I know Wayne Dyer used to sit at his kitchen table for weeks on end with a le- uh, yellow legal pad and hand-write it that channeled information. You know, Neil Donald Walsh made it conscious and, and consciously had conversations with God. Um, a lot of books that are written, that's how there are songs, or art, or music. Uh, I know we have a musician that works with us, uh, Randy Luna, that he... We have the double-digit activation that we do once a month which is um uh counts counts on the double digit of the month of the numerology of the month because there's a lot that you can learn from your own numerology and uh and then he has he channels music original music live in front of the audience uh with that's actually encoded with certain symbols and uh and so that's that's a form of channeling as well um it uh, Adironda, uh when they first came in they were they had um, uh, quite quite the accent <laughs> uh, they were a really strong energy and I had to breathe quite a bit I've run across some of my original recordings and I had to breathe a certain way I, I call it Um, dragon breathing or pranic breathing Um, I had to breathe a certain way to keep my vibration high enough to match their vibration and um, uh, over the years they've sort of softened in their their energy uh, and they've learned to actually deal with uh, the human form I mean when they first came in they didn't realize that this body, you know, um, belonged to what they call the vessel, Marilyn. They called me the vessel, uh, and they didn't know that it could move, and so <laughs> it was it was quite quite an undertaking. And now, of course, because we would never read the book about how to channel, right? Uh, they move quite a bit. And uh, we do, uh, when we're live in person, which we're going to be live and in person in July, July 22nd, or July 23rd and 24th in Newark, New Jersey. Awesome. Teaching how, I know, we're gonna teach how to channel even if you think you can't. It'll be <laughs> our first live event in over almost two years. It's been a long uh, time. <laughs> yes, it has been. And, um, and it's, um, it's kind of one of those things where, where we move, we stand up, we move, we actually, I have Selenite swords of light that are healing tools that I utilize because they, they really pinpoint that energy and they follow the intention of the user, the Selenite swords of light do. And it's the only tool that I use.
0: Now Um, I know why I was told to bring my Selenite in today. (laughs)
1: very good very good that selenite that follows the intention of the user and so you can take that selenite and and ask it to help you sleep at night ask it to take away a headache ask it to help do lots of things and when um, Sekhmet uh, who is the goddess of uh, uh, destruction and the goddess of creation in the Egyptian uh, belief system. Uh, She's the the goddess with the head of a lion and the body of a woman. And uh, uh, she actually wields the Selenite Swords of Light. And when we're live in front of an audience, um, she will get in. I call it my ninja. You know, get into physical positions that I cannot possibly get into on my own. And uh, people have miraculous things happen just with that intention. It's it's really pretty cool.
0: That's amazing. I can feel it every time you start talking about um, your channel. You know, the divine triangle sinking in and the grid is sinking in and my head is feeling heavy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. Yes, Adironda is... Um, Many, many years ago, like I I started channeling in 1999, and maybe sometime we'll have a program just about the channeling, Um, but I started channeling in 1999, and um, in 2001 or 2002, something like that, um, they said that we needed to merge together, otherwise it would be very challenging on me physically, and if you know, In in the olden days, uh, before 2012, uh, a lot of channels had a lot of physical problems. Mm -hmm. They had kidney ailments. They had a lot of physical problems. And um, uh, that was because the human form wasn't meant or designed to bring so much energy through. And uh, so they said that we needed to merge together. And so they're always with me uh, they say that I'm not always with them because you Liz you could call upon Adirondah and they would come to you and you would once you have met them in that capacity um, they know your energy and they have helped a lot of people through um, flights and through uh, trauma that was in their life and I may or may not even be aware of it.
0: That's beautiful. You totally called them in. Yes. They're like right here. (laughs) here.
1: (laughs) Would you like to have a little message from Adironda, full force?
0: Yes, let's do it. Since they've, you know, settled in and they're around (laughs) us, definitely present. (laughs) Let's do it. I would love that.
1: I know. It's like, okay. All right. So let me just, uh, I'll just take a deep breath and and get out of the way, and I'll let them communicate completely. <laughs> ah, so it is good day to you, huh? Uh-huh. Oh, so very good to see your light, your brightness, your divine presence. Dearest Divine Liz, are you aware of all of the work in the galaxies and beyond this physical plane that you are doing, do you, do you know what you are doing? Huh? Yes, many, many people are not aware that they are energy that is far reaching for their intention. You were guided to bring this information and work with healers and star seeds and different beings of light. You are. A catalyst for change. That is why you feel so much of the energy that people are bringing through. We would ask that you ask your guidance and remind them that you do not have to feel it uncomfortably in order for you to heal it or to be a process of that healing capacity. We like the rhyme there you don't have to feel it to heal it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: love that
1: so with that energy and you can ask question we are not we are not afraid of question and answer we love that oh, great thank you so with that energy of clarity with that energy of the frequency of this planet that is changing now we are and starting we are in the middle of laying down the foundation for this year 2022 Laying down the foundation for a new frequency that is here on this planet. Mm. You know that there are new planets coming into this solar system, and there are new planets coming in through this galaxy. And so, in that energy, this is the new foundation. This is the ability to heal the body, this is the ability to connect with the divine, this is the ability to accelerate the process that humanity came in with thousands and thousands of years ago and now they're just now ready to remember that and that is a very powerful thing and you dearest as you know you are a part of that process you are a part of that connection, and that is why we are so Maryland, and us, we nudged her to be on your show. And in that energy, it is important to accentuate the skills that are innate in the human form. You, your brain and your heart are such a connective force in this galaxy, if you would, and such in this universe. And all of the galactics, all of the other, you know, there's 12 root races of extraterrestrials, they are all watching the little slower developing, appearing slower developing people here on this planet, to see how they are evolving through this transformation. For as you know, this is the first time a planet has shifted its dimensional frequency without the planet becoming extinct, or the people on the planet becoming extinct. So that is why all eyes are on this earth. Or those they don't all have eyes, but um, their attention is here, and with that intention, it is also important to see that energy of love and how it portray is portrayed on this planet, to see if that energy of love can prevail. Over the energy of differences. You see what we mean, huh? Mm, yes. Can you, you question eh?
0: more of a description about what's going on right now with this shift that we're experiencing into love?
1: Well love? you see humanity and it is beginning to rain very hard here, so if you hear lightning and thunder, ha <laughs> the vessel <laughs> <exciting>. loves that. <laughs> uh, uh, so with that energy, uh, on this planet, because the frequency is changing, because the frequency is is raising, and all people are experiencing more intuitive energy, more information as it is coming through. And because of that, many times they don't know quite what to do with it. That is why the energy has been amplified for the awakening and, uh, you know, there are so, some leaders are acting as a, a, a way of ego uh, uh, and acting from a place of ego to believe that they can control a group of people with fear and your planet has already done that and now it is about not controlling anything, simply loving that energy. And we can see, you're giving the example of, of things that are not in harsh resonance. You know, the situation in Russia and Ukraine, the war there, the travesties that are happening on, on people and humanity. Well, that was just being volunteered to be brought to light. There have been travesties happening on humanity for all time and there are actually 1 billion people that are not counted in the 8 billion that are living on this planet because they have been born into human trafficking. They've been born into slavery and are not counted still. And that is why the law of energy, that is why the dimensional frequency to raise is coming in so strong that, that those things that are not in integrity are going to be highlighted so they can come back into a place of integrity. And whether it is country, whether it is governments, whether it is, you know, drug cartels, but whether it is is the financial industry. You've already seen a breakdown in the financial industry and the housing market and all of that energy. Anything that is not in integrity is going to start imploding upon itself to bring to light those things that are in integrity and to bring to light the discrepancy there and to have humanity in love, rearrange it. You know, the, the the biases and prejudices of people against those that are simply different from themselves. That is what is coming to light. And it is coming to light that countries that are being led by an egoic uh, leader that is doing, making decisions for their own purpose, for their own private sector benefit. That is also what is being rearranged right now. So it may be a difficult time to to move through these times. So that is why we say, hold love in your heart. Send love, send wisdom in the energy and And we ask people that every day at 11.11 a.m. to just say a bit of a prayer uh, to hold the, the healing of this planet, to hold the healing of the people. And can you imagine what it would be like if every hour at 11 minutes after the hour, a group of people would just send energy to a certain area? Wouldn't that be wonderful, huh? I
0: love that. What can individuals like myself and Marilyn do to help with this shift in this process?
1: Well, first of all, you're doing it. You're teaching people. You're helping them learn that, that, that feeling that they have against another person that is being made manifest. That feeling that they have against themselves, that is being made manifest. If you have a, a feeling of, Oh, I just don't want to be here, it's just too hard. Well, then you will get to contract a disease that will take you out of here. So instead, look, and you teach this, you look at all of the wondrous things. You know, something wondrous is happening on this planet. And once you understand that you, Liz, and each of you that are listening to this program, you are indeed a part of the solution. And when you're complaining about things, you are a part of the problem. Mm. And Because whatever you are thinking about now, whatever you're feeling in your heart now, is being made manifest. That is fifth dimensional living. So that is why if you are writing a check out to pay your bill and you're thinking, oh, I hope this, this passes through the bank, I hope it does, well, then you're creating fear in your checking account. You see what we say?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so you get the opportunity to really exude love in your energy and only have guests on that can hold that space and exude that same frequency of love because the galaxies, the, the galactics, many of the beings in other galaxies have actually evolved beyond what we would call, what you would call love. Because they thought that it was a, a, a an emotion that sort of bogged them down and caught and created lots of different challenges now they are realizing that they must have that in order for their species to evolve so they are actually learning that love frequency from the humans you see what we say
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so you can help with that you can you know at 1111 11, every day set an alarm on your on your phone to to acknowledge that just for a moment to just send wisdom and healing and joy and clarity to all of the leaders of the planet or to the planet itself it doesn't doesn't have to be some big rigmarole. We've asked our vessel Maryland to get an app and have that as the reminder on the cell phone. But you see in that energy. If everyone did that, then things will change, and they are changing. We would just like them to change a bit more quickly. That is one of the reasons we came in is to uh, because we uh, saw we were sent from source energy, because the people on this planet were not quite evolving quite as quickly as they could. And that is why we ask you. To feel every day, to know that you are held in the most pure, infinite love possible. And to understand that every cell of your body, every cell of your field is love. If you allow that to be experienced and expressed within you. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yes, dear. What can we
0: do as humanity, as we're getting these energetic upgrades to ease our bodies? Because I know a lot of people are having issues physically with the energetic advancement, and it takes a while for the physical body to catch up to the energy body. Is there any advice?
1: Well, first of all, the body, as it is, is rotating faster, it is using more minerals than what it used in the past. So, you might, you know, be sure that you're getting enough minerals in your diet. Also, uh, you know, if you're being led to do something, do it. The vessel Maryland was led to uh, juice again. She did that a year or two ago. She was led to do it again. And she thought, oh, that's so much trouble. You can just buy the juice and it's much better. But it is not the same. And to buy organic. You know the chemicals that they put in the food. If you're going to, if you can only buy uh, uh, regular food that is that has chemicals placed in it, then you must really energetically clear that with love. And you know you can send love into a glass of water and and make it drinkable. You can send love into your wine and make it a, a cheap wine taste good. So. If you can do that with that, you can do that with your vegetables. Also, uh, some people believe that the food that they eat will lower their vibration. Now, if you believe that, then it is true, correct? Mm -hmm. But if you, some people need more protein, some people need plant protein, some people need meat protein. Whatever your body is asking for, provide it. Then, When you are encountering someone, a human, that sort of pushes your buttons, or trips your trigger, or has a disagreement with you, understand that your buttons are being pushed, not based upon what is happening right now, but based upon what has happened in the past. Because the issue is never the issue. It is always something that, that reminded yourselves of some energy that happened to you when you were a child, or when you were growing up, or even in past life. And so understand that every single individual on this planet was created with the same essence of Source within them that you are.
0: Mm, nice.
1: So. Yes, view them with that same respect. And know that, of course, they're all going to be different. It would be dull if everyone were the same. But it is interesting to see the differences and honor them peacefully. Is there a
0: jewel of wisdom that you would like to leave us with today?
1: Ah, well, we believe that every human is made up of love. And that is all. So we ask you to be the love that you are. And that means to allow those things that are unlove-like to just fall away and return to that center of love. So dearest Liz, we honor you for who you are and how you are. And we invite you to join us on our double digit because it is exciting and fun and we see that message of you expanding greatly through this entire world. We bid you namaste. Thank you. <sighs> mm, thank you,
0: Adirondah. Thank <laughs> you, Carolyn. How's
1: I absolutely. So I heard right at the end, Adirondah invited you all to the double digit. They... They in two thousand and nine 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 9909, they started doing a monthly broadcast on uh the double digit of the month, like five five six six seven seven eight
0: eight. Yes, and we have the five five coming up tomorrow. So those who are listening on YouTube to the premiere tell us about the five five. That's the five to-
1: five our guest is Mayette Lailani, and uh, she's a, a wondrous speaker, teacher. And has just written a new book called We Are Light, and uh, Joy Roby and myself and adironda has a message about the five five, which is five plus five plus two plus two plus two, as equals a seven. And uh, in numerology, mm-hmm. and each month they take the master number of the month, like tomorrow's five five, and they they. Adironda tells you a little bit about the frequency of that month and how you can help and how you can serve. And, and then we have an activation with Randy Luna, uh, our master musician, and he uh, creates original music on the spot. And Adironda brings in or one of the <laughs> uh, beings on the council bring in a, a message, uh, an
0: activation
1: to activate that a master number within you and that's so
0: awesome. yeah i will have that link down in the notes down in the show notes um for everybody and then for those who are listening um, to the podcast release which is later this month we're going to have a link in the show notes not only for the recording of the five five but for the six six that's coming up just after the podcast release on the 25th Also, anybody that
1: registers, we will send them a downloadable copy of our new book, uh, Double Digitology, which gives you the interpretation of the
0: numerology according to Adironda, which is a little different, (laughs) and how to figure out your own numerology. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you so much, Marilyn. And I have one more question. You mentioned seven, and seven came up earlier, and I wanted to ask then, what is the significance of seven? Because I know you love your numbers. I do love my numbers.
1: <laughs> seven is the most spiritual of all the numbers. Uh, seven is um, uh, it's it's an interesting combination of uh, analytical energy, scientific energy, and intuitive energy. It sort of uh, stands upon both segments. Adironda says that it's the most spiritual of all the numbers because it is... A bit asymmetrical. It's got that the you know the long stem leaning down mm-hmm. without any foundation to hold it up, and then it's got a, a bar across the top, so it's sort of like looking into the future, looking into the energy. So tomorrow, uh, I can't believe it. The five five is here.
0: Yeah, uh, fast, it's going fast.
1: Yes, it is. <laughs> tomorrow, the energy is is about taking what you have understanding yourself more and then having the courage to step forward into our future and make the changes necessary in your life to be able to accelerate and accentuate whatever your best qualities are and move forward with them
0: oh i love that
1: yeah it's going to be fun and the six six if you're listening to this later on this month the six six let's see Uh, the six is, that's a 12 and six, which is an 18. So one plus eight equals nine, right? Did I add that up right? So that is the ending of a cycle and the beginning of a new cycle. So, uh, our guest for the six, six is, uh, Catherine Gundling, who is a silent, uh, um, uh, retreat specialist and, uh, it, it's about ending the cycle that is separate from love. Mm. And we're moving into a cycle that is all created of love. So that'll be an interesting. Oh,
0: that's ending. beautiful. That's going to be yeah. good too. Yes. Great. Marilyn, this is awesome. This whole hour has been fantastic. Thank you so much for joining me. How can people reach you? How can they find you? Uh, they can find me. Notes in notes in the show. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> they can find me at adironda.com that's dot com. that's adironda.com uh, i do private sessions for sometimes <laughs> so uh, they can um, go online and ask for a private session they email info at adironda.com and uh, that will get them in touch with us and they could we have weekly messages that we send out we have the frequency of the month that we send out. So, uh, And just by listening to this program, you can be a a guest free for either the 5-5 or the 6-6, depending on which one you come in at. And you will get a downloadable copy of Double Digitology, our book. Uh, Or, of course, you can order it online or on our website or on Amazon. But why not get it
0: free? (laughs) That's awesome. Yes, everybody, take advantage of that. And definitely look up Marilyn. And take advantage of all of the wonderful things that she has to offer. Marilyn, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate you. This has been lovely. You are
1: most welcome, Liz. And thank you. Thank you for doing the show. I really appreciate it. And I think Adironda mentioned one of the reasons why you're doing the show. So that's good.
0: Yes. And thank you to Adironda, too, and the council. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Everybody remember to find Marilyn online and in the show notes below, and you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at raise the vibe with Liz. And my website is Liz's healing Thank you, everybody. Have a great day and remember to get out there and raise the vibe. Bye everyone. Thank you for listening to today's show on Raise the Vibe with Liz. If you like this content and want to support me, please go to Patreon at Raise the Vibe with Liz or click the link in the description of this show. And remember, change starts with you. So get out there and raise the vibe. Thank you, everyone.